but you no, know, since we're talking about this, man, um, we will talk about the NCAA tournament. Uh, let me go back to my bracket here. Man, um, those some games or what? Was that Elite Eight and Crystal? Oh man, that was, that was, the Elite Eight was great. I got which game? Gotta, which game stood out the out the most in that Elite Eight? I, I know. Well, I'm gonna start with Dorian because you know he, he you know we we were six foot under guys and he loved point guard. So what Kansas game did you love? That they, that State Kansas State. game was that Kansas State um uh, Florida Atlantic game was a was a great game. Again, shout out to Marquise Noel, the under six footers. Um, <laughs> uh, man, he has had a fan. Fantastic tournament. I only wish um, he could have gotten to the final four. We could have seen if he could have gotten uh, most outstanding player. Um, but but I thought actually, to be honest with you, except for maybe the the UConn game, which was just a complete blowout. They scaring me. I would have never thought UConn was this good. Um, you know, uh, and um, Texas Texas kind of soundly beat beat Xavier too. So. Um, and that, that Creighton-Princeton game was pretty good for a minute. Um, I'm sorry, Creighton-San Diego State game was mm-hmm. – was, and then another, another, six, another under six-footer and travel that hit the, that hit the, uh, hit the free throws. Um, so, again, shout-out to the shorts and the sports. That's um, right. That's right. So that, that was also a, a great game. And uh, these, these boys from San Diego State, they play D. So, you know, we're going to see what happens. Um, Going further, going further. Hey, you know, in that uh, that Kansas State game, you know, the ending, man. I know everybody in mom was like, "Why'd you pass the ball?" Uh, I wanted to see see uh, Noel take the shot. That game was a bad end, but that Texas game, that Miami Texas game, those are athletes. So I'm watching that with my buddies, and I told them, I said, "The winner of this game is going to win a national championship." So that's why, like, you guys are rooting for a UConn. Miami is on a tear, man. But that Texas game, the difference in that game, that game's changed. Um, I forgot the gentleman's name when he got kneed in the back of the leg by Big Amoru, the big football player, the big fullback, tight end linebacker, mm-hmm. whatever <laughs> that they had out there uh, for Miami. I don't even think that kid plays football either. But anyway, that whole the complexity of the game changed when he got kneed in the back of his leg and he went out the game and Texas just – fell apart there. Um, so it, it was sad to see them go down the way they did. I know uh, I was rooting for the coach for Texas. I know you guys were too because, you know, that question always comes up, you know, with these coaches and hires. Like, uh, who was that just got hired? We were just talking about earlier, Rodney, out of, uh, Cal. Oh, Mark Masson. Yeah, Mark Masson. So it's good to see that uh, Mr. Terry wasn't overlooked for, you know, say some of these other – names out there or whatnot because i think uh when you guys said they actually you know gave me contract uh, the other day so uh that was a good thing after that game as well so it really wasn't a loser for me i guess with texas you know be, I'm, i am a, a kind of a texas fan as well so uh, I, I thought that was those two games uh definitely by far uh made a great weekend but here we go we gonna have somebody's first oh, yeah. in the championship and I fell in love with Noel. He kind of made a mind of a Tim Hardaway type player. But uh, I mean, the way he managed the game and managed the pace and dominated <laughs> from a point guard position, you know, we love that. So, yeah, the question, Bruce, hmm? 
Mm-hmm. You think he's a? Do you think he's first round material for the NBA? I definitely think he's first round material. He reminds me of Mateen Cleaves. For some reason, he reminds me of Mateen Cleaves. Mateen can shoot. Mateen can shoot. Yeah. yeah. Can shoot. He was more like Noel a. Uh, can shoot. He reminds me of a Hardaway because he's very confident. But uh, I was watching the UConn. The UConn game kind of remind me of Rodney, the way they uh, use the screens and the stagger screens. And- mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that was my play, man. Cut off that screen. They can make layups. Yeah, yeah. I ain't need to make layups. I just hit shoot from three. I'm good. <laughs> hey, hey, so- you, know, you, you know the time him coming off that screen. He's ready. That's right. That's right. But you know hey, what, dude? Uh- it, it's, it's, it's funny. Um, we talk about Noel. You think that he's a first round. He, he should be a first round pick. Mm-hmm. I think he should. Um, but the thing about it, I'm looking at NBA draft.net. They don't even have him in the top 60. He's not even yeah, that's why I that. get drafted that's in the second round. Yeah, that's normally how it goes. So, you know, now, now he, he's a baller. He, he's a true baller. They still guys. So. Well, so, not only. Not only is he short, but uh, he's also a, a, a senior. And, and uh, what is he, a fifth year senior, fourth year senior, whatever? Yeah. This yeah. is last year. So, um, you know, for the NBA, you know, they don't, they don't, uh, they frown on that. Stay, yeah, when you stay more than two years, <laughs> they find everything wrong with your game. And he had it all. This man got 19 assists. Well, wait a minute. In the when game. That's the case, then ain't nobody from Gonzaga going to make the NBA. Oh, no, not at all. But you know, what, you know what it reminds me of? Drew T. Uh-uh. A little Isaiah Thomas that just played for the Celtics. Yep. He was the last pick in the draft. And I remember he played for uh, – he came in playing for the Kings. Mm-hmm. And the Kings would bring somebody new in every year to take his place, to supplant him in a short lineup. And he beat them out, beat everybody they brought in in the camp. Who was it? Fredette? Remember Jim and Fredette? They brought him in. He beat Fredette up. So I got <laughs> a question for you, right? practice. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Dudes and Roddy in mm-hmm. basketball. So, Dudes thinks uh, that Noel's a first-round pick. Roddy just gave the stat that he's not even projected in top 60. But here's another uh, situation just went down to show you I saw. So, the Nets put Ben Simmons said he's done for the rest of the season, right? Well, I mean, we've been knowing that. <laughs> so, would you take Noel over a Ben Simmons? That's just going to be out there floating around at point guard? Ben Simmons at point guard. He's a point I'll guard. I'll take over Ben Simmons at this point in time. Cause That's what I'm saying. You see my point? So you got this multi-million dollar player. Right, right wouldn't that turn down a layup. He and might not got, make it, but he wouldn't. I ain't gonna hit it. But we we got a six foot and under guy that's out there phenomenal. That we're saying probably would be you know he's not even top sixty. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I wasn't bringing that up. You got this point guard out here that has the heart, obviously, and can shoot. Oh, yeah. You got this other guy that's just tall and body and is a nervous wreck. That's not yeah, even playing anymore. I think Noel would just have to – he'd probably have to do like Isaiah Thomas. He would have to make his way all the way up the ladder the hard way, you know. Mm, he'd have to just sure. earn everything. It shouldn't yeah. have to be like that, but that's just how it is for the short guys. Us so, short guys. so if you're an NBA uh, owner or team manager or whatever, and just, I'm just putting this scenario out there, even for trade, even for trade value, would mm-hmm. you take Ben Simmons – over Noel, uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trading Ben Simmons. Yeah, you're not trading. I don't think nobody would take Ben Simmons. At this point, I'm not trading. At this so point, you're not trading. Like, you you're gonna keep him. He's gonna no, I think Ben Simmons. I think Ben Simmons is done. Out the league. 
So that that is even better. He's like, I can't see him being done. Somebody's gonna pick him up for the big body. Hey, just come rebound well, and do something for me. Well, when I say done, I don't think he he Ben. First of all, Ben does he doesn't love the game, and he doesn't look like he wants to play anymore. So I think that's you know the, the main problem with him. He just really looks that's, like he don't want to play. That's why I threw that out there. You know, who no would interest. you rather have, a Noel or Ben Simmons? Oh yeah, I'm that's easy. No, I'm going Noel all, all day long. See the thing about Noel, I don't think he has to go to the G League D. Um, no, me neither. Don't make I, it in well, camp. What I think he's gonna be, he's gonna have to come in and be that spark plug off the off the bench to start his career. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, he because of of, of his court vision. He can get all he can get all those players in, in, involved and get yeah. them to, to be able to score uh, easy baskets. Mm-hmm. So like like Isaiah Thomas when he first came in, mm-hmm. um, he'd be that spark plug off the bench. But I I do foresee him actually being a starting point guard in the NBA. Oh yeah, uh, and the reason for it is because of what y'all just talked about. He has the heart and the desire and the will and loves the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. That he's gonna make sure that he takes somebody's spot on somebody's team. Oh yeah, he's gonna earn it. I see the the problem is it's not that you think that we're looking for Jesus. We can't hear you. uh, (laughs) Well, I don't think that. um, How can I put it? Uh, I think he would end up. I think he would end up being kind of coming to somebody's training camp. I think. I think that it's gotten to the point where the NBA is so. uh, And again, it was something we were talking about before this started, right? The idea of positionless basketball, the being able to switch all the screens and, and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. I think that as far as drafting is concerned, mm-hmm. that they that is going to be his height that would keep him from being drafted. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't think he could get on a team. I don't it's not that I don't think he could end up playing. Um and getting the playing time that y'all talking about. But as far as drafting is concerned, I think that they are so caught up in this idea of positionless basketball, people being between 6'5 to 6'7. Like, like I literally, one of my students last semester, we were in class and we were talking about basketball. And he said something about Steph Curry being a little man. And I said, you do know he's 6'3, right? <laughs> he's like, what? I was like, he's a legit 6'3. He's not listed as 6'3. He's legitimately 6'3. Well, you know, everybody is 6'5". I was like, dude, six, the difference between 6'3 and 6'5 is not is, a, is not that big of a difference between 6'5 and 5'11", you know, or 6'1 or something. So so I think that people are so caught up in that, that that's going to cause people to, again, continually overlook somebody that has all the things that we say he has. Talent, mm-hmm. desire, uh, you know, all of that. They, they're going to overlook that. I, do I hope I'm wrong? Of course I hope I'm wrong. Right. But if any of those NBA scouts or anything like Coach Howard at Eastside, the little man is going to get looked over. <laughs> yes, I'm still, yes, I'm still bitter. Oh, I'm still bitter from high school ball. It's all good. It's all good. Yes, I'm still bitter. 